Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They killed my brother in a poker game Damn this town, I'm leaving Daddy stayed drunk and it died insane Damn this town, I'm leaving Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Perfectly Good Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is counting down every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. I am Jesse Jackson, and I have a sister who isn't a thief. Yes. And does it work for the state? Neither of those apply to me, and it will be interesting to theorize how much of the song we're discussing tonight is fiction, because there are a lot of what could be biographical details in this one. They're absolutely, as you can hear, that is the wonderfully lovely and talented Sylvan Groth, and we are discussing Damn This Town. Uh, I am looking forward to this one I always look forward to, but this is a fun one to discuss. So you got some Just the Facts? Have Just the Facts for us. This is track number one from Dirty Jeans and Mudslide Hymns, which is actually the second we've discussed from that album because I was a wimp and put Adios to California on hold. As a reminder, it is coming, everybody. It was released August 2nd, 
2011. So it's hard to believe that it's almost a preteen album at this point. The album peaked at number 59. It features a band of Doug Lancio, Patrick O'Hearn, and Kenny Blevins, the greatest drummer of all time, in my opinion. It was the first album that John released on New West Records. And it featured, if you were lucky enough to get the deluxe version of Dirty Jeans and Mudslide Hymns, there's a great little DVD that I couldn't remember all the information that he shared about Damn This Town, but he actually does a little bit of an interview about every one of the songs on the album. And that's great fun to watch and listen to. They're all on YouTube, as well as some covers and a live solo version, which was released on Chicago Public Radio. The covers I found, I, not to disparage, of course, but were all amateur versions and lovely versions, including our boy, Jake Thistle, as a quite young version of himself. And the others we put up in our YouTube playlist, and you are welcome to join those. We'll get into those, I think, when we discuss the song. But those are just the facts about Damn This Town. Yeah, I really enjoyed you included the little clip on that playlist of John talking about the song. And so that gave us a little bit of insight, because normally he doesn't. We don't know what the song's about, and he kept it vague. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to discuss the lyrics. We're going to have a lot of fun right after this message. Come back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey folks, Stephanie Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, 
you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. And we are back. All right. Quick thoughts. Damn this town. By the way, fun little title. It, it's a great song. And I think it's, as John pointed out, it is something universal. It doesn't matter where you grew up. You, you get to a certain age and you're like, this place is holding me back. It's not me. It's the town around me and everyone here is narrow-minded or everyone here just doesn't get me and if I were to leave life would be so much better and how old are we when we discover that is quite the fiction that everyone tells themselves yes um you know as I posted in the Facebook group today it's almost like it's a town full of nope I'm not gonna say it yeah I remember that I graduated high school in 77. Linda and I met in 80 and we were, she had grown up in Lake Charles. I had spent a lot of my time in Lake Charles and we both were just that small town mentality. We're just there. And I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Gung Ho. I have not. Okay. So it's an older movie, Michael Keaton before Mr. Mom and before Batman, basically he, this factory car manufacturer had shut down and he goes to Japan and convinces them to come to the city. I've seen that movie, but I did not remember the title. And that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. And we always would say that in the premise is, you know, they don't want to change, even though they were all out of jobs they didn't want to change because they were so rooted in a rut of doing things a certain way. And Linda and I would always talk about that that would be Lake Charles. They would be, nope. And we often would joke about that I used to make 35 bucks an hour working at the plant and it doesn't matter that job's not there anymore. I'm not working somewhere for 18 bucks an hour. That's no, right. uh, not embracing the new reality. So end of the political rant. So I just have to add, since you shared that, I was also thinking about the fact that in 1978, my mom graduated high school and said, I got to get out of this place. Uh, Went from Waltham, Massachusetts to New Orleans, Louisiana in your backyard, Jesse. Yeah. And had she not done that, Sylvan would not exist. But then she returned home to Waltham, Massachusetts. And we both had the same angst about we got to get out of that place. And we have both since traveled many hundred miles away from the damn this town that we would have cursed like the character in the song. Yeah. One of the earliest jokes in Take a Drink, Bruce Springsteen's on Broadway, is he talks about growing up in a small town and you got to get out of here. Mr. Born to Run, everything. He says, I currently live 10 miles from my hometown. (laughs) He said, born to stay. No one would have bought that. I, yeah, I think this is a really interesting talk. And as we're recording this, there's a little bit of controversy in Jason Aldean's small town and this idea he did not write it as Jason Isbell 
called him out on. But basically, it's romanticizing a small town America and how everything is good. And if we would get back to those small town values, a little unrealistic based on my experience in a small town. I think this is a clearer picture of what could happen in a small town. But you want to start with the lyrics? Absolutely. They killed my brother in a poker game. Damn this town, I'm leaving. Daddy stayed drunk and he died insane. Damn this town, I'm leaving. Mama had to work, barely raised the kids. Damn this town, I'm leaving. I ain't gonna tell you what her youngest boy did. Damn this town, I'm leaving. So call and response. Yes, yes. we have a lot going on here. Mm -hmm. The town killed him. The town is the blame for everything because of the situation, right? And then is his brother where he should be? Is he at a poker game that is not in a bad in a bad area of town playing poker with people he shouldn't play? We don't know. There are plenty of alcoholics in big cities and small cities and everything, but that daddy stayed drunk and he died insane. Such a strong line. And because dad was drunk and insane, mom had to work, couldn't spend time with the kids. And the idea imp implication is that because the youngest boy had very little supervision, I don't even want to talk about the trouble he got in. Right. And it's going to be very tempting to be really autobiographical or see this as very autobiographical, but John was the youngest son. Yeah. I can't help but reading that, whether it's a fictionalized version or John himself, I ain't going to tell you what her youngest boy did. It's the narrator saying, I'm going to air all the dirty laundry of the rest of my family, but oh, I'm, I'm not going to even tell you what I did. That's private, yeah. which I think is also a, a, an interesting little character detail of being protective of oneself, but not really showing that kind of concern for other people and their business. Yeah, and it's the cliche, right? If everyone around you is in a bad mood, you should maybe wonder, maybe you're the one that's in the bad mood and doing it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We get to the chorus, right? Damn this town, I mean it this time. Damn this town, mm -hmm. I made up my mind. Damn this town. I love that I mean it this time. Yeah. Said it so many times. This is a town full of losers. I'm pulling out of here to win. There you go. You guys, give me the moment. I am... This is, we got to get out while we're young. Whatever, we want to go to Memphis in the meantime. I am out of this town. I am going, well, but uh, maybe. Pulling out of a pickup truck. Yes. yes. Well, we've got other stuff going on. So maybe we can't do that right now. And yeah. so I, I love that, the thought, right? That what's, and how many of us have done that? This time, I really am going to lose weight. This time, I really am going to start stop drinking. This time, I really am going to get that exercise and program and stick to it. This time, I really am going to learn how to play the guitar and whatever. And then something comes up and you find excuses to a body at rest stays at rest. Body at motion stays in motion, correct? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely tied that line of at this time to the addiction and yes. giving up the alcohol. And then all of a sudden you're back at the bar again. Craig Ferguson tells a story that he was on his way to commit suicide because he was just so sick of himself and someone invited him have one last drink before you go. And he completely forgot that he was going to do that. So in a way, alcohol saved his life at that one moment, but it can also really keep you stuck. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go. I says, I got a sister who's a thief and she's filled with hate. Now she's got a job working for the state. Another brother just got out of the Florida pen, wears a bracelet on his ankle so they know where he's been. I assume working for the state is not at a state at the state employment agency or working on the highway could be, but it feels like any of those things. Yeah. Yeah. But it feels like she's possibly incarcerated and then therefore putting out license plate, Tennessee plates. And then the brother, what? I just had the image of the state employee who started some kind of civil service job with the best of intentions to make society a better place, but then had been there so long and it's the dead end job. It's the same thing every day. It's the wanting to make a change and never seeing a change actually happen that boils one's soul and creates hate instead of hope. So I was seeing that kind of working for the state, the whether it's a social worker or even the DMV. I almost had a vision of the sisters from The Simpsons. Just And we've all been there where we go to the DMV and you stand mm-hmm. in line and you get to your point and yes. they it there they go and then they stop what they're doing. Then they walk to the printer, not in a brisk weight, and they pull that. Then they come back. There is no urgency in their thing whatsoever. So I was I personal tangent for a minute. When Chris was younger, like most young men, he joined the Cub Scouts, right? And for those of you who have been involved in scouting, there's a pack meeting which means all the different Cub Scouts are all there at one time and it's mass chaos and you would give out awards and we would say, okay, and it's a den. So when one den's on stage, there's another den on the side waiting to go up the stairs and then the other den is in their seats. And when that one leaves the stage, this one goes on the stage, the other one goes there. Keep it moving, keep it moving. And so we went to a mass, we've gone a couple of times, and the they will sing a song, and they wait till the very last tune has stopped. Then the person who's going to make the reading stands up, walks across the pulpit, goes to yes. the lecture, does the reading, yeah, then walks all the way back to the chair, <laughs> and then the next person stands, and I'm just like, can't you walk while the music's playing? You're next up. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so I now you're, I'm convinced she is working at the DMV or the driver's license or somewhere. And she's, 
And she is unlocking the door at a minute past her start date and locking it a minute yes. before her end time. Yes. yes. If it's five four fifty nine fifty nine, she's nope, we're closed. But no, nope, we're yep. closed. Yep. 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 <laughs> That's an interesting bracelet he's got on his ankle, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. I just I I love how he phrased that so they yeah. know where he's been not so that they know where he's he is yeah right. they, he puts it in the past tense which could just be for the rhyme yeah but i i really to me worrying about where you've been is a shallow kind of concern of what trouble not wondering where you are concerned for your present safety and concerned for you as opposed right. to concerned of the damage that you might have done elsewhere yeah so it's that small little linguistic choice that i i think just fits the tone of the song so well it really does we get the chorus again so you want to go to the next verse sure couple of sisters made it out all right brother in the army fighting for his life there must be some kind of reckoning a righteous judgment for all these things and i am going to remind just if you're doing the math and trying to line this up i i am very convinced that this is fiction mike elliott take a drink in his book reminded us or shared that uh the hyatt family was made up of four boys and three girls john is the youngest boy and he talks about being stuck at home with the three girls uh after his other brothers moved on yeah uh, yeah and and i do think there's this tinge of you'll hear writers say in a lot of ways every character is them yeah and and i think this is the beauty of a small town a couple people did make it out all right they did they went to school or they got a career they moved on maybe they met people other than who they went to high school with and that yeah and then and it is a one of the known things that one of the ways to get out of to change your social status is to go to the military they will give you training they will will they help you support unfortunately you also you there's when there's a war happening i remember the army recruiter saying that he was high school and he says and we're not at war right now but understand that we're here he said i didn't realize that till i got my papers to go to vietnam and then i went oh wow okay recruiter didn't mention this part of it and i i love that there must be some kind of reckoning a righteous judgment for all these things is our narrator unhappy that they got out does he want them to be stuck in this damn town or is he jealous what are your feelings I think that's a great way to think of it. What I really love about those lines is to me, when we talk about reckoning and judgment, it is traditionally in the idea of some kind of higher power judging the mortal souls that have moved on and are standing before him. There's something about this line that I have always took to mean, I'm going to make the higher power and the one pulling the strings stand and explain him or herself for the pain that these humans have gone through. I feel like the judgment and the reckoning is actually the narrator 
saying to someone, hey, what the heck, what was this all about? And asking for a reason and an explanation and, hey, none of us deserve this and you're going to have to pay for it now. Oh, I love that. I I love that a lot. Then they say, what's all I got to say about my family? Damn this town, I'm leaving. Maybe you'd like to know a little about me. Damn this town, I'm leaving. I'm 58 years old, still live at home like a kid. Damn this town, I'm leaving. Now I can't help my mom until tell you what her youngest boy did in this town I'm leaving it is we do have some people that um never get out of the cycle right when I went to my high school reunion there were tons of people that never moved away from Lake Charles they some of them got jobs at the plant some of them got other jobs and they're still there. No thought about. And it is while Linda and I were like, yeah, we got to get out of here. We got to do something different. And there is a sadness to this. And there is an anger to this song. The different versions when John did it, we ran videos, right? What There was him doing it solo acoustic. There was a band version. We I listened to the, the CD version. And I just, I love this angry John, this, and as he talked about in the interview, none of it's my narrator's fault. It's all somebody else's fault. Yeah, absolutely. And I I have to take a nod to the production now. I, Kevin Shirley really, I, he approached John by saying, I think I know what you're trying to do and I can help you get there. And I really think he hit it out of the park. Musically, tonally, this song delivers exactly what all the words do. There's like this kind of ominous opening and then this chorus and the rocking guitars that just scream the anger and the repetitiveness that gives you the kind of claustrophobic stuck feeling. And then... at the end, I do feel like that last fade out. I don't know if it's a symbol cl- clash or something like that. It just it feels like that reckoning that he said is coming and that there's something that happens after he says, oh, I'm not going to tell you or I can't tell um, can't let mama tell you what her youngest boy did. Yeah, That you he might not be leaving under the best of terms with a sign on the back windshield saying, Hey, you did it. You're getting out more just like running from something. Yeah, I absolutely do. I agree. And I did. I agree with you. I love the music in this song. I love John's voice on this. So yeah, really good stuff. What else? Anything else you want to cover? Speaking of covers, I love the versions that we heard, and it was really neat hearing different voices and different tempos and things like that. With all the love and respect to Jake, I think he might have been a little too young when he tackled this one. Yes, I think. Because it's very difficult to hear anything but a grizzled male voice do this. I personally would love to hear a female version a couple of little tweaks because with due respect my brother in musical journeys 
males don't have the monopoly on right. these emotions. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And again, I I can't help but think of the town that I was born in, which was actually not born in, but raised in. My mother was raised there too. And I always had this feeling that she went to the same high school I went to. Teachers would say, oh, which of the Groth kids is your parent? And that claustrophobic feeling of you're living in someone's shadow and you can't make your own way. And I was like, I just can't wait to get out of here. We both did. But what's really funny is because of the nature of the Boston suburbs, neither of us could live there if we wanted to now, if we, you know, tried to go back. And I went from a town of about 10,000 people to a town of 600 people and somehow feel less claustrophobic or less judged or. That's great. um, Yeah. I, I, like I said, there's a lot of, there's a lot of thought in this. And as I was listening to this and, and I, I did think of people who are, stuck in that rut, stuck in that wheel, whether it's economically or with through addiction. But yeah, a really powerful song by John. And I agree with you, the production of it is really well done. So yeah. yeah. Just one other thing that stuck out to me listening to it today was the I'm 58 years old, still live at home like a kid. It's interesting. That feels like in a very American line that would not translate to a lot of other cultures. The idea that like to still be with your parents into old age would be some kind of failing, like things went wrong, which in this case, we can probably assume it did. But the idea that you have to get away from your parents, I do think is culturally not necessarily unique, but very American. Whereas if we were listening to a, a, a singer from India sing it or something like that, and I'm 58 years old, still live at home. Of course you're keeping your parents yeah. close. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I do think that's, I hadn't thought about that, but yes, it is very much that, right? Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good point. Cool. All right. I forgot to look. Is it your turn to first or mine? I'll go first. Okay, you go first. Yeah, I think this is a solid four. I just, I think this is a, a, he's having a lot of fun with it. I, I, whether it's autobiographical or not, it feels like it is. He is telling a little bit of himself or speaking for others who have a similar experience. So I, yeah, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. I was leaning toward a three because it's certainly not my favorite of his songs and it's not necessarily one that I would put on to introduce them someone to his music but it if I knew something about their musical taste there are many reasons I would and I yeah. do think it says something about an individual and about our society like I I'm gonna give it a four just on the line wears a bracelet on his ankle so they know where he's been that is so well-crafted and so evocative. And I think that's all to say. It's a great song and it doesn't need to be personal without being emotionally impactful. Yeah, well done. Good. All right. What do you guys think? Let us know. 
We, we would love to hear your thoughts on it, whether you, if you agree with our ratings, what would you think? If someone wants to reach us, how can they? They can email perfectly good podcast at Gmail. They can uh, find our Facebook uh, page. I am Sylvan Groth on Facebook. We often make ourselves right at home at the John Hyatt fan page on Facebook. I am Sylvan Green Eyes on Twitter and you, Jesse. So I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter or uh, X or whatever it is. Yes, now. we do have a voicemail 469-249-2442. If you want to leave a quick message to talk about the podcast as we are planning, as you heard earlier, we are trying to get a audio birthday card to John. Uh, so we're recording this at the beginning of August. If you are hearing this down the line, you missed remember it. Remember next year. Yes. Remember next year because we were going to try to do this annually. But yes, get your voicemail to us or recording with your name, where you're located, a birthday message for John. Get it to us by August 16th. I think that's it, right? I think that's it, except have a little faith. Have a little faith. Bye. Bye-bye. Baby, we can come on home Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac And change the message on the coat of mine It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.